Hello everyone, welcome to the next episode of Keeping Up with Mrs. Kelly. In this episode, Mrs. Kelly explains the meaning of grit and discusses how we can use it to get through tough situations and achieve our goals in spite of adversity. Hello and welcome to season three of Keeping Up with Mrs. Kelly. I am Mrs. Kelly and this season is one of my favorite topics. It's grit. And I would like to start out the season just by talking about what grit is and why we care about it. And I stumbled across a quote that I absolutely love and I believe with all my heart. As much as talent counts, effort counts twice. I'll talk about Angela Duckworth later, but she is the one who penned this quote and I think it is such a powerful message to all of us right now. And I think that some of you, I'm just guessing, but I think some of you probably think that you're not really good at anything. Maybe you don't have the best grades and when you get your grades, you've worked really, really hard on them and they're still maybe not what you think that they should be. Maybe you're not the best athlete on your sports team. Maybe you don't make friends super easily and you always feel like you're a bit outside. I felt that way when I was your age and actually I I still kind of feel that way. And I've told many of you about this, but I'll tell you again that I'm not naturally good at anything. I wasn't born with a super high intelligence. I wasn't gifted with natural athletic talent. Everything I've accomplished has been probably a little bit of luck, but a lot of grit. Grit helped me get through some really tough situations and come out stronger and I think actually happier. Grit is one of those things that people don't really understand or they don't think is necessary. Like, It's just a quality you're born with that helps you if you're unfortunate enough to go through something tough like poverty or homelessness or tragedy. But I would like to bust that myth and tell you that grit is a skill that you develop, not something in your DNA that you either have or you don't. And we all need it no matter how successful we are and how great our lives are going. So what is grit anyway? And according to Angela Duckworth, a woman who has spent her career studying and writing about grit, it is a passion and perseverance for long-term goals. She says one way to think about grit is to consider what grit isn't. Grit isn't talent. Grit isn't luck. Grit isn't how intensely for the moment you want something. Instead, Grit is about having what some researchers call an ultimate concern. A goal you care about so much that it organizes and gives meaning to almost everything you do. And grit is holding steadfast to that goal even when you fall down, even when you screw up, even when progress toward that goal is halting or slow. Talent and luck matter to success, but talent and luck are no guarantee of grit. And in the very long run, I think grit may matter at least as much if not more. So that very, very powerful statement from Angela Duckworth that I just quoted to you is how we're going to guide this season so we can really dig into what grit is and how we can use it and how other people have used this to overcome some incredible obstacles. In my opinion, grit is basically everything. Think about it. If you're super smart, but you give up when there's a trick question on a test, you're not going to do very well. If you're an amazing athlete, let's say in the hurdles, but you stop running when you fall at the first hurdle, you're never going to make it to the Olympics. Grit means not giving up when something is tough or new or boring. And the best thing about grit is that it's like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets and the easier it is to use it. Today, I'll talk to you about three times in my life 
where I've used grit and I'll talk about really, really normal experiences. Yes, I've had some big struggles in my life, but I think the things that are more relatable are just these small things that everyone experiences. And talking about those hopefully will help you understand how you can use grit in your own life. Because not all of us are faced with these huge obstacles that I mentioned earlier, like poverty or a tragedy or some sort of awful illness. A lot of us are just hitting these little roadblocks or small obstacles in our lives, but grit is equally important in those. And then when we have those difficult situations, I think they both require a different kind of grit. Something I call grit in the moment and sustained grit. And I'll talk about both of those today. So when I look back at things that really required a lot of grit that maybe would relate to a lot of you, one of the things that comes to mind is sports. And I know a lot of you are involved in some sort of sports or clubs or athletic thing after after school on weekends. I was involved in in sports from the time I was 12 until the time I finished high school. And one of the sports that required the most amount of the biggest amount of grit was track and field. And this required so much grit because it was it was a huge challenge for me. As I said, I'm not naturally athletically talented. So in order to do well in the events that I was in, which were the long distance races and also the hurdles, I had to put in so much more time than my teammates. And that was something that was, I don't know, maybe not frustrating, but it just, it made me understand that I, I had to do more in order to get the same results as other people. But it also helped me, I think, develop a lot of skills that I could apply later because it didn't come easy to me. And so the grit in the moment, some something that was super, super tough in just a short amount of time was when I had to compete in really big track meets in which the team depended on just me. So it was that one moment when I was running my race, and it was usually the the 3200, which is two miles, and it would always be at the end of the track meet. It was the second to last race of the track meet. And if you know anything about track and field, it's all about individual events, a couple relays that are small teams of four, but most of it is just you on your own competing against other people and then everybody's points get added together to your team total. And my team happened to be really, really, really good, which was great, except when I was also expected to rise to that greatness as a 13-year-old. And I remember when we were at one of our biggest competitions, it was the state track meet. So all of the best teams in the state of Minnesota came together and competed, and I was on one of these teams. And of course, as I said, my race was a second to last. And knowing that this race required me to do well so that I could help my team, it took this tremendous amount of of grit in the moment. I couldn't focus on the fact that 
there were people that started out faster than me. I couldn't focus on the fact that I was only 13 and the rest of them were like 17 or 18 years old. I had to really dig deep within myself and to be able to rise up to that challenge of competing in this event. And it was really tough. If you've ever run a two mile race, it's not easy. It's eight laps around the track and it's not slow. You have to go quite fast for all eight of the laps. It's not like a leisurely jog. But that grit in the moment really helped me understand that like I could push myself for that very, very short amount of time. And when I crossed the finish line, it was done. That requires such a different type of grit than the sustained grit. The grit of showing up every single day and putting yourself out there every single day. And I also experienced that with track and field because not only was I expected to show up and put myself out there every single day after school for a few hours, I also had to balance everything else like many of you guys. I went to school from eight until three. I had homework after school. I had to ride the bus when I was younger to get to school. So it was all these things that took up the time and I also really wanted to do well in all of my subjects. So it was that grit of showing up to practice even when I knew I had a test the next day and prioritizing my time on the track and in my training and then also understanding that when I finish this I can't just lie on the sofa and eat Doritos. Now I have to study for a test and it was every single day like that that I had to push myself in school, push myself in track and then go home and and do all the other things that a normal teenager has to do and it was a really big challenge. But what I learned from not just giving up, because a lot of my friends as we got older decided to quit organized sports. They didn't have time. And what I learned from this is that everyone has time. And I still believe this to this day. This morning, or just just a couple of minutes ago actually, I was talking to some students on the schoolyard and we were discussing exercise and training and fitness. And I told them that I had already run eight kilometers today. And their mouths just dropped like what how and I said I just I woke up really early and it's having that mindset of I I can make time for these things that it's not about having something it's not about this is easy no it's not necessarily easy to wake up at five and put on my running shoes and go out in the cold rain but as I said earlier it's grit is a muscle so every morning that I make that choice it's a little bit easier So for me now, after I calculated this yesterday and it made me feel super old, I've been running really, really consistently for 23 years now. And when you've been doing it for that long, it becomes more automatic and you don't have to talk yourself up that much because you've, you've put in the time, you've built up your grit muscle and you've really understood that like, this is the benefit that I get out of it. This is how I feel when I do this. This is how my body feels physically. But more importantly than that, this is how I feel emotionally and mentally after I put in this time training and moving my body. I think a lot of you can relate to that because I see a lot of you being involved in different athletic clubs after school and I know some of you struggle with this. And I just want to tell you to exercise this grit muscle and really understand that it will get easier and this skill of being able to balance school and your athletics and your social life and all the stuff that you have to do as a kid or a teenager, all of that as you work that grit muscle will make it easier when you're an adult. 
because I can tell you very honestly, and your parents will tell you the same, that it does not get easier when you're an adult. You don't suddenly have more time. You have more things to do and the same amount of hours. Another thing that I think a lot of you can relate to is an injury. And this required both grit in the moment and sustained grit. So as you know, I ride my bike everywhere because I don't have a car in Sweden and I love riding my bike, but I'm not particularly good at it because I don't really like to pay attention to just one thing. So when I'm riding my bike, I am maybe talking on the phone in my headset or I'm listening to a podcast or I'm thinking about something, planning a speech or something. So I've crashed my bike several times. And one of the times that I crashed my bike, it was actually like a, a really anticlimactic crash because it wasn't even that exciting but I was going down a hill too fast and I was being a bit cocky and passed one of my friends who was walking down the hill and he lived not very far from me so I said ah race you home knowing that I'm on a bike and I'm going to win and then I crashed at the bottom of the hill and I think he actually beat me home because yeah (laughs) I, I ended up having a broken wrist so the sustained or the the grit in the moment was me dealing with this broken wrist and I had to bike home but I also because it's me I had to go to the grocery store and I had to pick up a package so I'm doing these things with like this swollen wrist I didn't know it was broken at the time to be fair. So I went home and I put, I think I put a bag of frozen peas on it. And I told my husband, like, it's fine, whatever. Like, it's, it'll be okay. And I went to work the next day and I, I was like almost passing out. And I said, there's something wrong. So luckily one of my wonderful colleagues gave me a, a ride to the emergency room. And yes, I had a broken wrist. So I had survived the those moments where it was really, really painful and I, I was scared because I'd only lived in Sweden for two months and I'd never been to a hospital in Sweden. I didn't know much Swedish. So I got through that really tough time of having this injury that really, really hurt. If you've broken a bone before, you know how, how much it hurts and how scary it is to not really know how bad it is and what's going to happen next. But What was even more difficult was that it wasn't over then. And now I had this huge cast on half of my arm. And as I said, I don't have a car. I didn't have a car then. And also at that time, we were living in Yunshoping and we had just moved there. So my husband didn't have a job yet. So being 23 and straight out of university and having one job for the two of us, we didn't really have a lot of money. So I was too cheap to buy a bus card. So I did not ride the bus, but instead started walking everywhere because, like, I'm not paying for the bus. I live two kilometers from the school. It's fine. Like, I'll just walk every day. And so walking to school every day with my backpack, with all of my books, and also having a marathon five days after my accident... I'd asked the doctor that day when I was getting my cast on, can I still run this marathon? And they said, well, you know, we don't recommend it. I said, but I'm not running with my arm. I'm running with my legs. Like, my legs are fine. And the doctor, his his biggest hesitation was when you exercise, you sweat. And when you sweat, that is going to be in your cast. And it's going to be really uncomfortable. And it's going to be kind of gross. And if it rains, I'm like, okay, first of all, I don't really sweat. Second of all, if it rains, I'll cover it with a bag. 
And he very reluctantly said, like, fine, if you feel okay, you can run the marathon. I didn't have to. But I chose to run this marathon five days after breaking my my wrist with his cast on. And this is sustained grit. That now I've had this cast for five days. I've been walking everywhere. And I've been dealing with this thing now for for a few days. And now I'm going to run a marathon. And if you've ever run a marathon, it's long. It takes hours, even if you're fast. So carrying this cast on my arm for 42 kilometers was was also, it just required a lot of me telling myself that you can do this. And I know a lot of people think it's really dumb that I did this. They told me it was not a good idea beforehand. And when I tell them about it afterward, they laugh and say that is a really stupid thing for you to do. But I knew at the time, and I know now, I would I would have done it again. I would not have changed anything. I would not have pushed myself as hard during the race because I thought, well, my legs are fine. It's just this cast. I will be okay. And didn't take into consideration that A, the cast is quite heavy, and B, my body was probably trying to heal itself, so was maybe not concerned with, like, having a personal best in the marathon. It was more like, hey, let's repair this broken bone. But that also exercised this grit muscle in me where marathons after that were quite easy because it was understanding that if I went through that, if I could run a marathon with a broken bone and and still be okay, then my body was capable of more than people gave it credit for, even than I gave it credit for. And again, having that exercising my that grit muscle really helped me I think in in later physical challenges to understand that yeah sometimes things hurt but you can push through them and this is in no way saying that one should be stupid about about training and competing I have actually stepped out of races when I knew that my injury could get worse or that it wasn't a healthy thing for me to do but being smart about that, I think, and also recognizing that the the body is a lot stronger than we think it is. And then the third thing that required a lot of grit for me was, was this, moving here. I don't know if all of you know this, but I'm not from here. You can hear that, obviously, but I don't have family here. My husband is is also American. Every single one of our family members lives in the United States. And for us to move here in the first place when we were in our 20s was an adventure, but something that everyone thought was a bit careless and also a bit temporary. And then when we moved back to the States for a while and realized that we wanted to be in Sweden again long term, accepting this job was a huge challenge because now I had to take my family and two kids back to Sweden to a place that we had never lived in before and to leave everything behind. We sold our house, we sold our two cars, we sold basically everything we owned except some of our clothes and books and we we just started completely over here. And I know that a lot of you will do this as well when you grow up, that you will find yourself drawn to a place that is new to you and that is foreign and that's challenging. And it would certainly have been easier for us to stay in the United States. We had all the comforts that we needed, but we also knew that there was something that that Sweden and this job in particular could give us. So it was really challenging in the moment to make that huge transition with my then four-year-old and one-year-old and move here and not really know 
anything about anything and then start a school from nothing. And so those months leading to the school opening were really, really challenging. And that was, I guess, sustained grit to some extent because it lasted a few months. It's still hard now and it's been almost three years that it is challenging for us to live in a country that the main language is not our mother tongue and that we don't have any family here. If one of us gets sick, then we, we don't have anyone else to, to lend a hand. It's just me and my husband and we don't have anybody else to, to help us. I ride my bike everywhere because I still don't have a car. I'm much more careful and I have not crashed, knock on wood, in almost a year. But it's that sustained grit that life isn't easy. It's not comfortable. It's not simple. But also, as I said, it gives me so much more being here. So I think that's one of the biggest takeaways is understanding that grit means that you're going to be uncomfortable. And you might be uncomfortable for a really long time. And I anticipate that I'll always feel a little bit uncomfortable living in this country because I will never be 100% Swedish and I will also never have all my family or friends here. But understanding that that discomfort is not something that I should avoid just because it's uncomfortable. That sometimes the best things in our life come from discomfort and a little bit of challenge and maybe a little bit of pain sometimes. So this season we'll talk a lot about different challenges and people who have tackled those challenges and some of those challenges are big but what I want you to understand today is that grit is something that you need all the time for a very normal life that taking on these small challenges and these putting yourself in these uncomfortable situations that are just a little bit challenging those are things that will help you become grittier that will give you what you need to push through something bigger if and when it happens and to get the most out of what you have right in front of you so I Lena and our wonderful listeners if I can give you one piece of advice it's to get uncomfortable challenge yourself push through the pain and get ready to see the wonderful effects that come from it have a great day thank you for listening if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe leave a comment and share the show 